Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the State of Wrestling Address. It's a real fucking state of affairs this week because the Fatal 4-Way is back in the house. First and foremost, the most mature member of the panel and ultimately the one who doesn't spend his time masturbating over anime and Pokemon. It is, of course, one half of the IWE Tag Team Champions, my immortal frenemy that is Frankie T. Hello, sausage. All right, sweetheart. Did you have a nice weekend? Oh, did I ever. Yeah, you wrestled. Redacted. How was that? All right. That was great, mate. Yeah, of course it was. Of course it was. I'm looking forward to seeing that back, actually. Although I probably won't be allowed Absolutely to. Absolutely awesome. pleasure, that was. What a gentleman. Yeah, he's a good lad. He's a good lad, is RJ. He's a very good lad. Another man who's worked under the BCD banner. A man who uh, was dispatched by Roger Sears, actually, at BCD Breakout, the first ever BCD show. But he's, of course, still... One half of the CWP Tag Team Champions alongside Victor Logan and their personal twink slash war boy slash fuck boy Aaron Cruz. He's, of course, Cameron Cream Anderson. You're right. You had to uh, bring up the loss to Roger, did you? Um, yeah, got it. You're not the result, very good at but... wrestling, mate, by your own admission. <clears throat> True. Technically means I am worse than Roger in it. I got it about the result of that one, but, you know, I think I almost had him. So, like, mate, I've lost to Roger as well. Yeah. Happens to the best of us. Everyone's Fucking Roger's doing everyone in. I know. Roger by nature. Exactly. And speaking of getting Rogered, ladies and gentlemen, joining us from a basement somewhere in Hounslow, <laughs> look at this photograph. It's the man who puts the wood in Bollywood. And the man who puts the wood on the... Jesus! And Beer Birdie! I hate you so much, sir. I hate you so much. That's gonna require an edit. <laughs> you, you, you forget a that's, comma. That's one that's what they should have done. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. You forget a comma one fucking time. Yeah. Look at this punctuation. <laughs> Look at this punctuation. Right before we get Tavir in any more trouble than he already deserves to be in. By the way, nice suit. Lovely to see you at Coliseum yesterday, sir. Macking out with your missus instead of paying attention to the wrestling. Uh, I was 20... trying. She wanted me. <laughs> you can fucking wait until you're in. Oh yeah, that's right. And also, just uh, an exclusive. So I gave Tanvir a lift home yesterday with his missus in tow. And uh, the wonderful Nadia Sapphire wanted to chat to me on the phone. So I thought I'd vacate the car for a while and have a little chat with Nadia. And while I was doing that, what was going on in the car, Tanvir? Oh, please tell me it was third base. <laughs> he definitely had a finger down there. Ah. He definitely had a finger down there. And the fact that he's not denying it shows I fucking knew it because that back seat was wet as fuck, fam. And it certainly wasn't from my Morley's fried chicken. You get me? Unbelievable Absolutely unbelievable Jeff behaviour. What a dog. What, what a dirty dog. dog. Yeah, I'm just glad it wasn't Frankie or Cam in there. Otherwise, that thing would have looked like a Jackson Pollock under a UV light. Um, <laughs> all right. Let's, oh, let's start with the most <laughs> random wrestling news of all time. Shut the fuck up. Kurt Angle claims he's tried many times to get into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Whether it is Batista as Drax, John Cena as Peacemaker, or The Rock as Black Adam, professional wrestlers jumping into the superhero world is something that has become commonplace. Uh, Kurt Angle said, I've tried many times. It's not that easy. 
Uh, Kurt Angle said regarding being part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe on the Kurt Angle show. <clears throat> the WWE Hall of Famer may not have been in a movie since 2015, but he has plenty of credentials, having appeared in the likes of Pain and Gain, Warrior, and Sharknado 2. How are those credentials to be in good films? You fucking morons, Wrestling Inc. Uh, he also Gain's all right. Family. Shut up. He also happens to have a family contact in the Marvel Cinematic Universe as John Burnfall, the Punisher, is his nephew-in-law. I oh, have okay. no fucking clue. So that's yeah, that's yeah Punisher. Out. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh. Basically, he's ranting and raving about how he wants to be in Marvel, but he hasn't got in yet. Who would Kurt Angle fit the bill in Marvel as most? Doctor Freeze. Who the fuck in is Doctor Freeze? <laughs> he's made up a character. Yeah. Yep. And he's from the wrong company. Oh, <laughs> I want old Do you mean man Mr. Freeze from the Batman universe. Yeah. <laughs> he said Marvel Cinematic, but I will allow DC behavior. Come on, nerds! You were fucking rambling. Right. You Marvel have plenty of answers. But in terms of Marvel, I can't really think. Maybe old man Captain America, but I don't. I've, I've only got mate. There's only one place he should be, and it's Doctor X because he looks like he can barely walk at this point. <laughs> he should be. Mm, I was going to say the thing. <laughs> the that thing. Be yeah, yeah. Cool. When he was proper roided up in TNA, he did look a little bit like the thing. Uh, that's yeah, a good thing. Would be pretty hard, I think. Ben Grimm. Um... Yeah, they have got I don't know. Oh, good. Tamber is already interrupting people. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, fucking damn it. Was it not enough leaving cum stains on the back of my car? Egghead? Now you want to fucking interrupt the boys. Unbelievable. Not to mention your little faux pas at training last weekend. Unbelievable. You should be ashamed of yourself, mate. Ashamed of yourself. Especially with what Maybe that community has gone through. <clears throat> Maybe in DC it could be Egghead. <laughs> That's really going to help, isn't it? That's really going to help. Mate, that's what that's what she was doing for what I could see in the back seat. That Ford Fiesta, there ain't that much room in there. <laughs> they can hear you from Hounslow to Richmond, baby. Ah, unbelievable. Hey, when you got heat, roll with it, says the man with OJ Simpson as his fucking phone paper. Um, yeah. Any anything else? No. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Trinity Far Two, formerly known as Naomi, has debuted in Impact Wrestling. Do we think that's a good move for her career? I think uh, it's cool. It'd be interesting to see what they do with her. I've, I've paid to see her versus Jordan Grace, so. Yeah, to be fair, it's a big upgrade for what is already an excellent women's division. Hmm. Yeah, they do have a really good women's division. I'm going to start watching Impact more. I know they got um they got the National Treasure back. So I'm watching it for Nick Aldis. Yeah, that is a great pickup. To be honest, they're absolutely firing on all cylinders at the moment. And of course, our boy Frankie Kazarian, a big part of Impact Wrestling as well. Oh, I think it's fine. I thought she was going to come back to WWE. Seems so quiet, so off the radar. Um, but yeah, if they allow her to kind of be a little bit more about herself and her culture and stuff, she has great potential. Amazed AEW didn't pick her up with the lack of depth their women's roster has. But do you think they've got enough stars already? Who, hey, AEW? No, they ain't got yeah. any stars. <clears throat> well, all right. Do you think they've got enough jobbers? Uh, well, I mean, yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah, of course, she's black, so Tony Khan's not going to like her, is he? Uh, <laughs> Cameron Anderson's face. <laughs> oh, that's a heavy statement. <sighs> Yo, I've, 
Yo, I'm just yes. fucking. Yeah, I'm just. I'm just repeating fucking secondhand knowledge here, fam. Mm. Let's be honest. Because <laughs> apparently that's how we do now. We don't fucking handle up. That's a little callback. Secondhand knowledge. Um, <laughs> uh, that's yeah. a little callback in it to the big swall situation. Yeah. Yes, it is. Uh, that was. I mean, that was not good. To be fair though, other than Jay Cargill, how much representation has there been in AEW? They got um Willow Nightingale. Yeah. They? People really like her. And she won a belt. No, no belts on everything. How many African American wrestlers have won a belt so far? So I think Scorpio uh, Sky, Keith Lee, uh, and Swerve. Scorpio Sky, Swerve, Keith Lee, uh, Powerhouse uh, Hobbs. Hobbs. Oh, has Hobbs actually won a belt? Has he? Yeah, TNT. Ah, uh, he's dropped it already, don't he? Oh, for fuck's sake! Uh, Ricky uh, Starks. Yeah, oh, and um, I'm so glad everything's in there because he'd have something to say about that. <laughs> like, <clears throat> you know what he's here. We know exactly what he's talking about. <laughs> Look, just put the fucking AEW world title on Eddie Kenway and we'll fucking call it a rest. Yeah, like <laughs> I believe he is now a world champion. Isn't that right? Well, Eddie Kenway, fucking hell. Well, he's a champion. <laughs> yep, two time CWP heavyweight champion. You love that company, don't you? <laughs> it's all right. Yeah, I like I like going there. Do they pay you to work there? <clears throat> uh, you know, we don't have to get into a, you know exact details. <laughs> That's a no. <laughs> uh, that, that was amazing, wasn't it? I don't, I don't think it's very professional to discuss that kind of thing. Um, you know. <laughs> Well, I know a few people are getting paid there, that's for sure. So, moving on swiftly before Cameron Anderson's please don't find me face comes back. Um, Trinity commented on her Impact Wrestling debut, by the way, and looked back on her WWE exit. Uh, so, she uh, made her Impact debut Friday night in the Chicago uh, tapings, which also CM Punk was backstage at. Now, CM Punk was also backstage at the Chicago uh, WWE event recently. So, where do we think CM Punk's going? Is he going back to AEW? Or is yeah, he just fucking around meeting his friends or what? What's going on? He's still under contract, isn't he, for AEW? So okay. I, I guess, yeah, I guess just going to be something that's going to play out. I think Jericho wants to work with him. Um, there's going to be me, a new he, AEW well, he show. Me. He, told, he told the media that he didn't want to work with him, didn't he? He said he wasn't open to working with him. Is it? I thought it was the other way around. Yeah, I, I think, he um, I think, yeah, they're doing a new AEW show. So, I don't know. I think people are saying there might be a brand split over there. What's that? It's going to be called I... Saturday Explosion, wasn't it? AEW Explosion, I think is what they're calling it. Oh, no idea. Oh, no, Collision. Clue. That was it. AEW Collision is what they're calling it. Yeah. Potentially. What do we because think about that? Because now, um, now Dark Elevation's gone. Oh, has it? Yeah, they've they've uh, canned it. Dark Elevation's been put out to pasture, in it? Which one had the big show as commentator? Was that Dark Elevation? Yeah, it was Elevation. Elevation. Yeah, that's why I went under, because he sucks. Dirk. Uh, <laughs> I like the big show. Right, let's talk, <laughs> about, right. let's talk about the ultimate news. Cameron Anderson's about to have a violent erection. Booker T thinks a potential AEW match between Wardlow and Goldberg could be a disaster. AEW is going to require a lot of star power to set out a 90,000 seat at Wembley Stadium, as we all know, for All In in August this year uh, among the names discussed for a match at the big event is wwe hall of famer goldberg who upon becoming a free agent recently spoke candidly about wanting to wrestle <coughs> one match before hanging up the tights aw tnt champion wardlow who grew up as an ardent goldberg fan so now he's obviously cameron anderson's favorite wrestler 
has proposed the idea of retiring his childhood idol and giving him the send-off he deserves. Booker T said, no, not for me. Hall of Fame podcast that he was on, he said, it's great on paper. It's something I could see headline in a marquee. I could see that. But I'm talking about what could happen in an actual match. That could be a disaster, a total and complete disaster. I would not recommend this match. Cameron Anderson, know, Goldberg versus Wardlow at Wembley. I disagree. I think I've seen this um, this news article, and I think Booker T mentioned Darby Allen getting destroyed or something by Goldberg, which I think would also be very good. But I think Wardlow and uh, Goldberg, I think if you give them, you know, if you give them one digit in terms of minutes, you know, if you give them single digit minutes, it's going to be magic. It's going to be awesome. You give Goldberg 10 minutes and more. We don't want to see that, but we want to see us them just smashing no, the shit out of each time, other. Mate. He ain't got the gas tank to hang with Bill Goldberg. You know, Goldberg is one of the greatest athletes of any generation, really. The and the king thing of is, the Ironman match. Well, that's the thing is obviously he beat William Regal. He beat Bret Hart. He beat everyone. And that means he's better at wrestling technically because... Obviously, he wins and lost his matter. Jobbed him out, mate, because he can't. <laughs> exactly. Like, if you lose at wrestling, like, you know, if you're so annoyed at Goldberg for squishing all your favorite wrestlers, like, obviously, they should have just kicked out. Like, that's not his fault that they're not good enough to survive a jackhammer. I don't know why everyone blames Goldberg for everything, but that's just it at the end of the day. I think it's just jealousy, mate, because of his excellence. <laughs> Frankie T, yeah, would you uh, pay money to see Wardlow versus Goldberg at Wembley Stadium? Uh, I imagine it goes something like Lesnar and Goldberg at WrestleMania, sir. Well, that was a banger, in my opinion. <laughs> so, yeah. Worked for me. Four and a half minutes, no fucking nonsense, just smashed into each other, destroyed everything, and fucking got out of dodge. No, yeah, I wonder about the first time round when they both left. Oh, WrestleMania 20, yeah, less said about that piece of shit, the better, eh? That's been forgotten the time, though, isn't it? Yeah, you got one choice. It's either WrestleMania 20 or WrestleMania 33. I know which one I'd rather have. Yeah. Um, I want to see Sting 30. wrestle all in. Do you fancy Wardlow versus Goldberg? Apparently not. Thanks for your time, Tambir. No. All right, moving on. <laughs> the greatest co-host of all time. <laughs> Sorry, sir. He was literally, <laughs> literally thinking about the backseat of a red Ford Fiesta. <laughs> Look at this photograph. <laughs> I was thinking about Art Attack, mate. <laughs> All right, Tambir, tell us exactly why you think Wardlow and Goldberg will be great or shit, depending on your opinion. I think match-wise, it'll be a bit shit. I think that the build-up would be cool, though. But, if, but I think Cam's right. If you give him single-digit numbers, if you give him, like, what, four or five minutes, it, it could be magic. It's, it's a very this guy's hit, deluded. It's this a guy's very hit or miss deluded. situation. It's a very hit or miss. Because after what happened with Goldberg Undertaker, I don't know if I want to see Goldberg wrestle again. Yeah, this guy's deluded. He don't know anything. Let's just move on. Fuck Tanvir. All right. Well, something that might potentially find itself at Wembley is Adam Cole teasing the potential of a Progress World Championship match with Spike Trevay. And that's got everybody's tongues wagging like mad. Surely we're all in agreement that that is someone you can slap in Wembley Stadium. Fucking yeah, pretty good, wouldn't it? It'd be cool. It'd be a cool thing to see. No shit house are here. Like, that's going to be... That would be fucking amazing. I would pay money just to see that. Yeah, no, I, I think definitely that would be pretty... Uh, that'd be pretty hard, wouldn't it? Uh, I'd definitely yeah. pay money to see that. Plus, I want to see wrestle, to be honest. Quite Trevay actually good at wrestling, unlike Adam Cole, who's a jobber. 
True, he did win. He has been winning matches. Won a steel cage match against Cara Noir. While Adam Cole is having a little cry while his missus gets beaten up. Yeah, exactly, mate. Like, if you're good at wrestling, just snap what the fucking simp. handcuffs. What an absolute Just pull simp. a haku, innit? <laughs> pull a haku. <laughs> Uh, yeah, for anyone who hasn't seen it, if you check out the, uh, obviously, Progress, very smart, putting it all over their social media. Nice little picture of the two facing off against each other. Spike Treve literally looks like he wants to knock Adam Cole's fucking head in, which is really cool. Um, yeah, that, that looks fucking fantastic, to be honest. Do you know who else done a face-to-face? Uh, uh, FTR and Sunshine Machine. I did see that. That was fucking cool. That's that would cool. fucking yeah. slap as well. Can we just have Progress versus AEW at Wembley instead? Because that would actually fucking slap. Yeah, because the thing is that same good. week. Yeah, because the thing is that same weekend you've got Progress Defy as well. You could have a uh, man like Darice versus Tony Khan. Man like Darice versus Max Carter rap battle. Yo, fucking first of all, <clears throat> man like Darice would absolutely flay him alive, and second of all, man like Darice is a star, so he shouldn't be wasting his time with these pokey little promotions like AEW. <laughs> Yeah, I think Darius is getting signed. I honestly do. Oh, he will be absolutely lyrical. Dragon is fucking incredible. And for anyone who saw him at Coliseum yesterday, don't know what I'm talking about. Look out for the footage for now. What a match against Levi. He's one of them guys I've just seen it. every fucking poster he is on. He's pretty awesome, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. Any uh, yeah. any other ideas for Progress versus uh, AEW? I just want to see Sting wrestle. Let's just see Sting versus Cara Noir or something. That would actually be really good to be fair. That'd be that'd be a pretty. Pretty yeah. cool but he's got to wear the singlet. I'm not having Sting wearing a t-shirt in Wembley, mate. Like, take that shit. T-shirt off. Steve returns to Wembley Stadium. <laughs> no. T-shirt Sting is the worst Sting. Like, the thing is, match quality-wise, it's been all right, but I just think it looks so dead compared to the singlet. I mean, you just have perfection right there, and you're squandering it. And he's worn the singlet recently. You don't even look bad in it. So Sting, put the singlet back on. I want to see it. Frankie T, anyone in progress you'd like to see wrestle in uh, AEW? Um, I was going to say sort of like someone to, to wrestle Cara Noir, possibly Pack or someone, but I think Sting will be a fucking good match. Apparently we're getting Pack versus Sean Spears at Wembley. What? That's sick, bro. I'm, oh, it's I'm not. there for that. Pack deserves better, though. Yeah, he'll be called Cack after this tour. <laughs> fucking useless, bruv. What a fucking waste of the best wrestler <laughs> walking this earth. Utterly, I, know, I think Sean Spears all right. <laughs> I like Sean Spears as well, but like Pack, I don't get this insinuation. I don't understand why AEW sees Pack as like this mid card guy who's like a jobber for the most part. I don't get it. He's I a really star. <clears throat> yeah, and yeah, he Who... drops the TNT Championship to a gimp in jeans. Who's going for um the world then at All In? Who's what for the... the world title right, what? against Majeff? What the uh, AEW's world championship? Himself. Yeah. Um, Tate Mayfair's. Yeah, Tate Mayfair's pretty good shout. Imagine the um, promos between Tate Mayfair's and MJF. That would be pretty good, wouldn't it? That would be, be pretty fun. good. Your um, fire. Who else yeah. do we like? I don't know. I don't know. It's a really, it's a really hard one to call this this far out, and who's going to go for it? Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know who's going to go for the world title. Could be. Um, the Undertaker. Could have Jamie Hayter versus Sky Smithson. Goldberg. That would be pretty <laughs> mad. Yeah, Goldberg. Just yeah, <laughs> fuck it. I'm I'm all for Goldberg smashing MJF up in two minutes. 
He is a better wrestler. He's proven it. He's got a far better win-loss record. That is true. That is true. Although yeah. MJF, he hasn't been losing that much. Now, so. speaking of win-loss records, this is something that I reckon Cameron Anderson is going to be fired up about. Kane and Kevin Nash were both on the list of wrestlers that Omos named during an interview with Shaq Wrestling as the people who inspire him in the wrestling world. Omos is a man on the rise in WWE. Is he fuck? Um, a lot of big guys. I watch a lot of Undertaker, a lot of Kane, a lot of Big Show, Mark Henry, then Kevin Nash, Sun Razor, Ramon. That's very random right at the end. Mm -hmm. I try and mix it up because even though they're all the big guys, they all have very different styles. So I kind of go within that and find what suits me the best. So you've obviously been watching a lot of giant Gonzalez then. Um, Omos credits these individuals. Do we feel that he has the potential to ever reach that kind of level? Yeah. I'm going to say it right now. I think Omos could be great. I, I like Omos. I'm sorry, guys. I know everyone yeah. likes to make fun of him for being bad, but I like Omos, quite frankly. I I like Omos too, but the man was with AJ Styles <laughs> for a year, and he's done fuck all. What's he going to do? Phenomenal forearm? Are you fucking mad? He's seven no, foot are, two. As he what, fucking are you fucking shit, dumb? Man. What Wrestling moves are you going to do with AJ Styles? You fucking stupid. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what the wow, hell are you up talking June, about? Yo, this is the best promo you're going to get for fucking Swords of Anarchy, Frankie. Because <laughs> right, uh, you know half of them fucking reprobates from GBWA don't even know how, how to hold a camera, much less cut a promo. Yeah, I'm looking Wait, at I'm you. I'm doing my portrait. Fuck it. Moron. I'm going to fucking take his head off straight away, whether he's wearing that dumb panda mask or not. You have no <laughs> business being in the same ring as me, you absolute gimp. <laughs> Ludicrous. Oh my I'm Lord. not even that good a wrestler, but I, I don't have to wrestle, mate. All I have to do is hurt people, and I'll tell you what, I've got my eyes set on that one. Absolutely. Also, Champagne Charlie. State of it, mate. Get a haircut. Absolutely ludicrous. I'm sure you're agreeing with that, Frankie T, because you're going to be facing him for the Immortal Fighting Championship, aren't you? I am indeed. So when that match is over, he ain't even making it to the IWE King of Essex Rumble. Beautiful. Absolutely Last beautiful. Outstanding. Gotta say, bad business decision having Champagne Charlie in a family friendly show. Drinks alcohol, mate. It's highly unprofessional. Oh, trying that to be true. Cool. Unprofessional We're on the protein shake. Champagne singer. Is that your gimmick, is it? No, he's the guy in Impact. Champagne sing. Fuck's sake. I, <laughs> I mean, he's probably, yeah, he's probably a lot better to be fair. Well, of course he is. He's an Impact, so. And uh, by the way, Champagne Charlie, look forward to your angry emails. Um, WWE star, some good news, some very good news actually in terms of relationships. Uh, Carmella's pregnant. She's great. Hey. Stuff. Uh, she's gone through a lot of uh, stuff with miscarriages and stuff. So we obviously wish her incredibly well. And uh, congratulations to herself and Corey Graves. We also would like to wish our huge congratulations to the master of the booty chop, Gunter, got married to Ginny at, uh, well, I don't know where, but they got married today, I think. So that was pretty yeah. cool. Um, seeing Gunther dance to Bongo was something I did not realize I needed in my life. I haven't seen that. Where's that? Uh, yeah. Cam Cam linked it to me on Twitter. It's fucking banging. It's on Yo, really good. Put it in the really good. Club group chat. That sounds amazing. This man's got some. He's got drip. You know, he's, you you may not think it. He's coming out quite. You know, Imperium. Obviously, looking very good. But they're coming out very regal like. But he can fucking move on that dance floor. I'll tell you that much. You really uh, help Vince McMahon don't see that shit. Oh, oh. <laughs> I felt uh, every time I hear the Imperium theme song, just the beginning bit reminds me of Baby Shark. I can't help it. 
I don't know. I like it. I like the new song they've got, and I I'll bust a move to that. That comes on in the club. I'm going mental, mate. I I like Austin Theory's song. That Austin I think if Theory, that comes on yeah. in the club, we're going nuts. Yeah, that is pretty bang. To be fair, I do like Austin <laughs> music. Sammy I mean, Zane's Austin Theory is a fucking legend right now, isn't he? Oh, how things have changed from all the whinging and whining a year ago. Trust in the process. Trust in the process. But yeah, no, that's that's good news. Right. Not much else to really talk about. Tambi, you got any news you want to interrupt us with? Because I know you've always got something in your locker. Got nothing. You've got nothing. Cool. Excellent. Well, it's time for the WWE Backlash preview because it's this no Saturday in Puerto Rico, which is going to be fucking awesome. And by the way, Friday night, SmackDown is also in Puerto Rico and Bad Bunny scheduled to appear. So it's going to pop off. And Bad Bunny, of course, very good at the wrestles. It'll be facing... Damien Priest. So we may as well get right into it for our predictions for these matches. It's Bad Bunny versus Damien Priest in a San Juan street fight. Who do we have going over here? I generally think there's going to be a riot for this match. Because oh. Bad Bunny's literally a fucking god in that place, isn't it? So I think if Damien Priest wins, there's going to be a riot. So Is I want to see Priest from Puerto Rico as well, though. Yeah, I know. But it's like, you know, that's like me versus like, King Charles, in it, it's like basically God, yo, it? like bad somebody on book level. that in me, yo, CWP, <laughs> right? Get off your fucking fat ass, Robbie Nitro, and book Cameron Anderson versus King Charles. God, Tanvir will do a run in. We've heard his opinion on imperialism. <laughs> they stole from my people. <laughs> a British Empire street fight, and Tanvir just runs in. This one's for India, bitch. <laughs> Mate, we were talking about that the other day, weren't we? <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, because you kept calling it the cringe coronation, and it made me laugh each time. I won't be watching. I will not will be, be watching. Will we be celebrating the say. coronation of the king or will we be celebrating by watching WWE Backlash? Backlash. <laughs> I'll be having some coronation chicken and watching Backlash, innit? Coronation <laughs> chicken! <laughs> oh, that is a goat's response. He's definitely getting props for that. We have missed Cameron Anderson way too much on this podcast. Frankie T, who you got? Bad Bunny or Damien Priest? I've got Damien Priest. A bit like Logan Paul, Bad Bunny's out. He's, how many matches has he had? He's done the rumble. Uh, just one, just the one, isn't it? And he won rumble yeah, as well, so two. So he, he, uh, he won his rumbles. debut. He won. He lost at the Mania. So yeah, Damien Priest wins. Wasn't it, wasn't it a Priest and um, uh, Bad Bunny versus uh, Morrison and Miz? Yeah, yeah, they yeah. they won, really and he done the good. following rumble, and he got done in by Brock Lesnar, didn't he? Yeah, um, not, if not before he hit a Canadian destroyer on Riddle, though, which was pretty sick. True, true. I want to see Damien Priest win because I want to see the. The yeah. fucking fans go nuts, man. Puerto Rico is famed for red hot, regressive fans as well. Last time I believe they had a pay per view there was New Year's Resolution in 2005 or 2006, the Elimination Chamber one. Yeah. And like, even though Triple H was like mega heel, he got the mother of all responses because the fans were like, yeah, we're all about the legends here. We don't give a fuck if they're bad guys. So I honestly think the crowd's going to be red hot behind Damian Priest. Because it's two hometown, home country sort of guys. But Damien Priest is the wrestler, whereas Bad Bunny is the celebrity, even though, in my opinion, Bad Bunny, excellent in ring. I'd love to see Bad Bunny versus Logan Paul at some point. That'd be jokes. That will actually break the internet. That's got money written all over it. These people are like, I hate celebrities. Nobody cares what you think because it makes a lot of money. Now drink your prime and shut the fuck up. Uh, 
<laughs> By the way, uh, Cameron Anderson, have we tasted the delight of full prime yet? I haven't had it. Really? Never, ever. Never, ever. You've got, I've seen you've got prime stockist written all over you. Oh, mate, every fucking, um, every show I've been to with uh, the chef referee on, uh, he is out of bottle, hasn't he? Every single time. <laughs> he fucking is. Oh, Gordon V-Tech <laughs> with his bottle of prime. He's probably robbed them off of some youths, hasn't he, on the street corners of Pole. We know what he's like. He's just got like a factory or something in his house. The chef (laughs) referee. I think that's why there's like not a lot of stock in it because his house must be the bottling plant at this point. Like he's just got so many. Yeah, he's been bottling it every time he's been in the ring. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, he's all right. He's, he's he nice, is. Yeah, to, to his credit, all fucking kayfabe bullshit aside, he's uh, Jay Wigmore. Really nice guy, to be fair. Always, <laughs> yeah, I very, rate him. Always, I rate him. always very kind to me, despite the amount of fucking abuse I give him. Because, you know, I'm a horrible person. We have to realise this. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, I've got Dam- Damien Priest winning. I don't think it makes sense for Bad Bunny to beat Damien Priest. It depends on the draft, though, doesn't it? Because obviously the second half of the draft is tonight on Raw, and you never know. Obviously, if they split up a bit of the Judgment Day, then all of a sudden you're like, oh, hello. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially if Damon Priest gets separated, could potentially lose. Depends. But you've got to think Judgment Day are going to get involved in this. Yeah. Yeah. Also, isn't uh, Dominic, um, I mean, I know not technically Puerto Rico is Mexico, but obviously that Latin American vibe, you'll think Dominic might be quite over with this audience. I think yeah, he's a cunt in it. He's a Do- cunt. Dominic is a cunt. I love that. He's a cunt, therefore he's not allowed <laughs> to be over. He's like, not gonna be here. Sure Michaels was... be damned. When he turned heel at Clash at the Castle, I was raging. I was stewing in my seat. I was so angry. Mate, I loved it. <laughs> Oh, Jenny was like, oh, shit. I thought he was The heel turn. Yeah. All right, I'm going to write down these predictions. So, Tanvir, who do you have in Bad Bunny versus Damien Priest? I'm going to go with the two gentlemen as well. I think Damien Priest should be winning this. I think he should be winning this. Because just the size difference, just Damien Priest looks like he could eat Bad Bunny for breakfast. Just like squat. So, I think this match... Even though it's Bill as a San Juan street fight, I think it needs to be a bit of a squash as well. So, Tanvir's got Damien Priest. Frankie T, you've got Damien Priest as well, as have I. Yeah. And Cameron Anson, did you say you had Bad Bunny? Oh, no, I'll take Priest. I want to I want to see the wrestler win, and I, w- I want a riot to happen, basically. So, we're all in on Damien Priest to win with the riot, absolutely. He's great, isn't he? He's great. Write that down, because I'm going to keep scores here, and I feel like the person who gets the least right should do a forfeit. Oh, yeah, no, I agree. Think about what the forfeit should be, and we'll also ask the wrestle plug galaxy what they think. And uh, if anyone's got any ideas for a forfeit for predictions, leave it in the comments below. And uh, we'll pick the best one if there's a few. So all Priest, hosts... uh, Priest ain't he ain't done. Sorry to talk over you. Uh, he ain't done like a pay per view singles in a while, has he? No, he hasn't. Also, uh, yeah, Tampere, so... take note. That's how you fucking be professional. You apologise and then make your point. <laughs> Just saying. <clears throat> Just <Sorry>. saying. <laughs> sorry. Oh boy. <laughs> all right. A singles match for the WWE Raw Women's Championship: Bianca Belair versus EO Sky with damage control at ringside. Frankie, too. Who you got? Uh. It's going to be. It's not going to be EO Sky, is it? It's really not, no. <laughs> could be. It could be, but it won't be. Fair enough. Oh, no, I'll take a chance on EO Sky any day of the week. So I'll go with EO Sky. Even You're going I... with EO Sky to derail 
Bianca Belair's over one year reign as WWE Royal Women's Champion. Look, I've I've said before, I reckon Bianca Belair is probably the best women's wrestler going at the moment. Absolutely. I think she's phenomenal. I thought a match with Asuka was amazing. I've 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 been watching all her matches pay per view, and I think they're all pretty incredible. Um, but yeah, you know what? Yeah, you know, Sky's going to shock the world, you and um, I think it's going to happen. All right. I'll, I'll do a forfeit. I'll, you know what? If taking a chance on EO Sky makes me do a forfeit, mm. then that's just how i got to live my life, innit? Dan Veer, are you backing up EO Sky? That's as kind as I am to go with Cam. I'm going to go with Bianca Belair because I think at the end of the match, they're going to see uh, damage control split up. Because even though they've been drafted, I think they're going to split up and then be their own like freak. Like three individuals as opposed to one group. Uh yeah, I pretty much have exactly the same here. Belair wins, Bailey turns on the other two at the end of the match. So yeah, I I do think that Bianca Belair will win, but I want Eo Sky to win. I would, you know, I like a little bit of stakes in the in the choices and I I wanna, you know, show that support. So I, I'm gonna go to Eo Sky. I think that is the way. All right, Cameron Anderson. Speaking of the way, beautiful transition, Austin Theory defends the United States Championship against Bronson Reed and Bobby Lashley in a triple threat match. Cameron Anderson, who comes out as United States Champion? That is a difficult one to call. Um, But I reckon we've got a new world heavyweight title, so I think Bronson Reed could get this uh, singles belt. What are you um, fancy theory to go after the world title now? I do. I think he's good enough. I think he's, you know, um, he's get definitely getting there in terms of like crowd reaction and stuff. Beat Cena, obviously. Um, I I really like Austin Theory. I I do see him going into that main event scene. I think he's good enough. So I think yeah, if we get a little couple of months of uh Bronson Reed as the unstoppable US champ, I uh, I'd, I'd be more than happy with that. I'd be chuffed with that. So I, I'm gonna go with that. Can be better. You got. I had Bronson Reed as well. I think, really? I think, because I think Austin Theory's been champ for quite a while now. Bobby Lashley's been world champ. He's been US had other champs. Bronson Reed's only really been singles champ in NXT, but that wasn't for very long as North American. So I think having Bronson Reed win this, and then potentially because with them doing the draft. And all of us saying about Gunther holding the IC title for a long time. If they do Survivor Series, I would love to see Bronson Reed versus Gunther. So I'm going to go with Bronson Reed. <laughs> Interesting. Frankie T, who you got? I've got Bobby Lashley. Oh, hello. <clears throat> Purely because in terms of the draft, you got Imperium and the IC belt gone to Raw. Very smart. I can see... Very both, smart. I can see both uh, Theory and Bronson Reed in for the the new well title. So logistically, Bobby Lashley is the only one that makes sense. Oh, we do love logistics here at the Wrestle Plug. Yeah, uh, I see. Bo- I see Bobby Lashley in a world title yeah, picture. Um, I think Bronson Reed's not that established just yet, uh, in my opinion. So. I had a good showing in the uh, elimination chamber, but apart from that, he's not that established. So I'd like to see him uh, be a but US you champion. Say that, but look at when Finn Balor went to Raw; he won the Universal Championship literally immediately. 
Yeah, true, to be fair, true. But then had to vacate it. <laughs> Damn you, Seth Rollins. Yeah, that that weren't meant to happen, obviously. Uh... Austin Ferry to return. Uh... To be fair, like, if you think about Finn Balor um, getting injured in that match, like, what, what world would we be living in if he never got injured? Like, what, what do you think would have happened? Um, probably would be wrestling on AEW Dark right now. I reckon we'd be at Mars. I you, think we'd be, you think we would have Mars. made it to Mars? You think we would have colonised Mars by now since 2016 SummerSlam? Yeah, but I think it would have been done. <laughs> <laughs> done deal. Done deal. Tim Baller and Seth Rollins are the reason why we are not currently living on Mars, according to Cameron Anderson. <laughs> the uh, power our boy Leonardo is. Darwin would love you, wouldn't he? <laughs> yeah, it just, it just got uh, Elon Musk a bit down when it happened. The power bomb on the apron set humanity back a hundred years. Wasn't it a buckle bomb? <laughs> no, it, it was, was like a buckle bomb on the barricade, it? weren't it? Yeah. 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 Um. All right. Well, speaking of Seth Rollins, he's facing Omos. <laughs> Backlash. Cameron Anderson. Who you got? Thing is, I've t- I've taken some risky picks, so I'm definitely putting myself at risk of a forfeit. But. If taking a chance on Omos means I gotta do a forfeit, then so be it. Almost sapiens rise up. <laughs> and I'm taking Omos. Okay. I do got... think Omos has got I think Omos has got his place, uh, definitely. And I do <laughs> want to see him finally there. get a win. So yeah, this is what I want to see. I want to see Omos get a big win. Frankie T, are you a homo uh, sexual? An homosexual? Can they call him, or is it homosexual? I don't know. Some people are saying homosexuals, aren't they? Homosexual. Seen that? Homo- I think that's quite. I think that's quite cool. Why not? Like we're supposed to live in a free world where you can be any sexuality you want. Why can't you be an homosexual? <laughs> True. <Yeah>. Almost. <laughs> what's the Tanvir looks really uncomfortable at the idea of an homosexual? What's, what's no, Jesus, no, homosexuals. Are... Yeah, man. Omos sexual or something. I think Omos if sexual. we try and clarify a bit more, we are talking about Omos. Yeah, Omos. There's <laughs> nothing wrong with being an homosexual. What the fuck? Because <laughs> <laughs> Omo <laughs> just sounds like you're not pronouncing your H's, isn't it? Yeah, it does. It does. Are we dyslexic homosexual? Is that what we're saying? <laughs> well, <laughs> we all know. All the heat. All of it. Bring it to me. <clears throat> I've got Omos as well. Wow, Frankie T's going all in on the homosexual bandwagon. <laughs> if you think about it, he's lost to uh, Udilusu, Brock Lesnar, Braun Strowman. Uh, Braun Strowman and uh, Bobby Lashley Bobby as well. Lashley. That was a mistake in my opinion, the Braun Strowman loss. Like, fucking hell. It didn't really um, make any sense and it wouldn't have hurt Braun to lose that match. because I don't like think it would have hurt Braun Strowman. At- I mean, obviously... Like Braun Strowman, where he is now, is based on him tweeting like a bell end after um, that match. So obviously it's impossible to call on the night, but I, I definitely would have put Omos over at that point. All right. Well, while he's tasting the residues of uh, last night's Fiesta Bang finale, <laughs> Fiesta Bang scenario, Tanvir Verdi, would you like to uh, give us a pick between Seth Rollins and Omos? I'm going to go. I'm I'm be different. I'm gonna go for Seth Rollins. I'm gonna go for Seth Rollins because I don't think almost is working. So I'm going Seth Rollins. Cam, I know you don't like it, but as much as you may like almost, I don't think this experiment is working. I think this experiment's going perfectly fine. 
I'm loving it. I'm loving the ride. And also, they're kind of putting over, you know, Seth Rollins as the greatest wrestler of all time. So I reckon the entire Raw roster well, is going to run in. Um, you know, obviously times change eventually. Uh, guards have to shift. Um, you think Seth Rollins is the man to have the torch passed to him by Goldberg? Is that what he's saying? Uh, yeah, yeah, because you know, we'll he hasn't we'll really done much in his business yet, has he? Old Seth Rollins. <laughs> no, because um, a bit of a scrub lately, and he sort you sort your life out, mate. On on Raw, they're like putting over Seth Rollins as like the greatest wrestler that he's basically eschewing to become world heavyweight champion. So There's a good reason for that. Yeah, well, you can literally set up anyone as like wanting to be a contender to the world heavyweight title that can do a run in and Akira uh, cost it for him. Yeah, Akira Tozawa can run in, hit him with a snap German or something, Jin- and give Omos the win. Jinder Mahal. Can you imagine if Akira Tozawa cost Seth Rollins the win against Omos? <laughs> Internet if it happens, actually have a seizure. <clears throat> if it happens, though, what are we gonna do? <laughs> if that actually happens, <laughs> wrestle plug ends. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's been threatening to end for years now. If we're being honest, <laughs> the most one-sided, arguably, women's championship match going. Rhea Ripley defends the SmackDown Women's Championship against Puerto Rico's owner. Family will be in attendance. Zelina Vega gets her shot. At the big gold at Backlash. All right. So for this one, you know what? If taking a chance on Zelina, I've got to go with Rhea Ripley. There's no way. Anyone picking Zelina Vega is actually desperate to do a forfeit at this point. Yeah, just, uh, you just love A1 source if you're taking Selena Vega at this point. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fucking Jay Miller, the window licker. <laughs> Tanvir Verdi, Rhea Ripley or Selena Vega? Rhea fucking Ripley, mate. And Frank Please believe it or not. Uh, Rhea Ripley for me. Yeah, I got Ripley. By the way, I didn't pick one in the last one. I have Omos winning against Seth Rollins. And the reason they're building up Seth Rollins is so that the, the win looks more credible when Omos beats him, I think. So, uh, yeah. No, we think uh, Zelina Vega will have a good account of herself, have a good match at least. Yeah, I reckon she will. <clears throat> Fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. All right, time for a six-man tag team match. This has got fucking shenanigans written all over it. Matt Riddle, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus the Bloodline, Solo Sokoa and the Uzos. Ooh. This is hard one to call, isn't it? That yeah. is really hard to call because you think the Usos have just lost two big ones in a row. I Belt honestly, I think I'll go with Bloodline for this one. Really? I th- I think maybe it's too obvious if they're just lo- if the Usos are losing every single second, isn't it? It's like okay, they're definitely going to Roman Reigns definitely going to shit can them, but if they win this one, they're going to they'll maybe have um something to try and at least um, stay in the bloodline a little bit. Like, you know, oh, we did win the Backlash match at least. Um, and also, I, I want to see Solo pin Riddle, I guess. I think Solo gets the win here. I really like Solo. I really think Solo could be a world champion in the next year easily. Yeah, I think he's very entertaining. I love his character. And also, it's quite sweet we were there for his debut on the main roster, wasn't it? So... Yeah, I love I love Solo, so we're going to go with him. Yes, indeed. Frankie T, the Bloodline or Team KO Bro? Sorry, Kyle, but I've got Bloodline. 
I don't think the belts are on the line for this one. So it'll make sense for the Usos to win, considering they've just lost twice. Sammy Verdi? It was a tough one to call, but I've got to go bloodline as well on this because um, same reasons that Cam listed out and Frankie just now did. They've lost two in a row and this one isn't for the titles. And I I do want to see Solo get the pinfall. <laughs> I have Team KO Bro beating the bloodline. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm the only one picking them, but I fancy that. I yeah. think it's... It's low-hanging fruit, but I genuinely think that's what's going to be the case. I think uh, Jay Uzo is going to take the fall from Sami Zayn. And I think that's going to infuriate the tribal beef even more, Eddie Kenway, at which point he will debut on the main roster of WWE. And he will violently yes, assault Jay Uzo. And he will say, <laughs> I literally am a body double for Jay Uzo. Therefore, Jay Uzo will now be retired. And in the multiverse, I will replace him. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, in the this, in this multiverse, Jimmy, the role of Jimmy Uzo will be played by Ebenezer the Geezer. <laughs> Can you imagine if they switch and you've got Jay Uso as the CWP champion? Ah, that would be fucking amazing. I would pay seriously. Robbie Nitro would be violently erect for the rest of his life, mate. Like, imagine if Jay Uso just walks up. Yeah, fuck it. I'll be CWP heavyweight champion. I need, <laughs> I need a non-payday. Absolutely, set me up, bro. <laughs> All, joke, all jokes aside, CWP is charity wrestling promotion for a reason, and most people should be working for absolutely nothing, um, because ultimately <laughs> all that money should be donated to a wonderful charity like Autism Hampshire. So well done, boys, for that on the weekend. Uh, your main event, of course, is going to be an absolute slapper. I'm assuming this this has to close the show, right? Cody Rhodes versus Brock Lesnar. Tanvi Verdi, who you got? Um... Adrenaline in his soul. Cody's winning this one. Cody Rhodes, Cameron Anderson. Yeah, to be fair, I've seen everyone uh, saying Brock Lesnar's going to beat Cody and it's going to be his hardship. He's going to have to fight his way back up. Now, nah, Cody sweep. Cody's just going to beat him in one crossroads. Um, That's what I want to see. I love Cody Rhodes and I want to see him win. So that's it. Fair enough. Frankie, too, you got... I have got the beast incarnate. Oh, oh, oh baby. Ooh, okay. Any uh, particular reasoning behind it? Well, if if Rhodes win, there's a short-lived feud that was pointless. Mm. And if they're trying to build someone up to take over from uh, beat Roman Reigns, shoot Lesnar into the picture because he's not drafted yet. But Brock can't challenge while Roman's champ because they had that whole thing and when they brought it up on Raw, Brock can't challenge while Roman's We got a new champ. belt, baby. Yeah, so Brock could go after that, but he can't go after Roman anymore. Well, uh, we got a new thing. We got a new little, uh, little side piece known as the World Heavyweight Championship. Well, there you go. Any chance, of, uh, any chance of uh, Brock Lesnar capturing the Miles Tribute title? We'll see what happens. Obviously, we are in negotiations with, um, obviously, you know, referring to. Uh, what we're planning to do is make a tribute title to our I thought you were going to say you're in negotiations with WWE. We're in negotiations with Brock Lesnar. Um, but obviously, if Brock Lesnar wants to come after it, Brock Lesnar, come on. <laughs> yeah, well, obviously, if Brock Lesnar wants to try uh, come for it, you know, I'll, I'll definitely take him up on a fight. You know, so we'll see what happens. You won't do it. No, you I'll, won't. I'll, I'll, I'll fight Brock Lesnar, innit? 
Yeah, I don't think it'll be a fight. It'll be more like watching Muhammad Ali batter a child in his prime. Now nah, I'm gonna go into the um the Inoki uh, move and just kick. Give the him legs the old Japanese great jacket, mate. He ain't getting out of that. <laughs> he ain't got no technical ability, son. True, true. Get wrestling. Seth Rollins cashed in and won the belt that he was at, so he's rubbish at wrestling, isn't it? Yeah, we'll get George to do a cash in on me versus Brock Lesnar. I think that's that's how we book it. I think I'm down for that. I think that is, you know, the only way we can really honour Miles's memory is by having George cash in on Brock Lesnar and beating George beating Brock Lesnar. <laughs> He'd be too stoned. <laughs> He'd just yo, fucking he just fall asleep. He'd offer Brock a blonde. Yeah, that's how he get like, Brock Lesnar. Just smoke this. He'd get Brock Lesnar on the old snackies, and while Brock Lesnar's in the co-op looking for some fucking Haribo, wham, roll up. <laughs> George Whittle, your new champ. <laughs> Boom. Bro. That is true. <laughs> I think that's how he gets it. You know, instead of poison mist, we got the poison smoke. The poison that ganja. George uses to win. Yeah, <laughs> the purple haze. <laughs> it, it's so. It seems way too obvious that Cody Rhodes should win this match. Almost too obvious for me, which is why I am going to side with Frankie T and pick Brock Lesnar. I oh. find highly, highly suspicious, and also they've kept them separated. I reckon it's going to be fantastic. Though. I think this might be legitimately one of Brock Lesnar's better matches he's ever had. Like, I feel like Cody Rhodes is an absolute machine for sports entertainment style matches. I mean, he had... A lot of people were saying that uh, Roman versus Cody was the best wrestling main event they've had at WrestleMania since WrestleMania 17. Are we in agreement with that? I thought it's pretty fantastic, to be honest. I, I've really enjoyed it. So I'll second that opinion. But was it as good as Roman Reigns versus Triple H from WrestleMania 32? Oh, Jesus. Yep. <laughs> yep. If Nick Payne was here, he'd be like, oh, yeah, that's definitely the greatest ever. <laughs> Can I be honest? I still haven't seen Cody Rhodes versus Reigns yet. Oh, I'm... my God. It's a good one. It's us. a good one. It is actually fucking phenomenal. It's a, Give it a watch. It's a match that's on overshadowed by along. the result. I wish I hadn't watched it. I Someone spoiled the result. Well, I actually spoiled the result for myself. So, fell asleep um, during the second night of WrestleMania, as anyone who was watching live will attest, and then woke up uh, as Roman Reigns was just stood there with both belts. I was like, oh, what? Oh, fuck it. Oh. <laughs> I went straight out of bed. Now, but I still watched it the I next day, that. and it was amazing. I've, I've had that before. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know how I didn't fall asleep for Mania this year, bearing in mind the shift we put in on uh, the Saturday, um, doing the setup for Rumble and then going and wrestling in Molskoom, and we barely got in in time to watch Mania. Um, but yeah, it, I was, I was knackered that weekend, like three back-to-back shows in different oh places. Oh, my God, yeah, BCD was the day I, before. I had BCD on Friday, I had Rumble on Saturday, and I had Wrestling Society in Swindon on Sunday as well. So I was just like, fuck it off. <laughs> I was dead. Yeah, First time I've not nuts, watched mate. a full WrestleMania live for 12 years. So Archie was I literally... Like Archie fell asleep. Archie fell asleep. Archie fell asleep on my sofa, and um, Jack Ow. Shepard was there. Uh, during um, the bloodline, the Usos and Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, he was just prodding Archie, be like, Archie, come on, watch Sami Zayn win. <laughs> yeah, at which point, yeah, was he, did he just draw a penis on his forehead and be done with it? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. What a bunch of fat boys, honestly. Oh, enjoy your youth, lads. You'll only have it once. But yeah, that's uh, WWE Backlash. I actually really like this card. I think it's a really good-looking card. I it's like it. Strong pay-per-view. Yeah, I yeah. think going through it, I'm just like, yeah, fucking hell, there is... Uh... I think the X Factor being, of course, that it's in 
Puerto Rico. I think that really is going to add that extra bit of spice to it. Is so. there? Is yeah, there I any? I love it that that's important. Logan Paul jumps Bad Bunny during his match with Damian Priest. I'm going to lose my bananas, mate. I'm going to go mental for that. Is there any like different start time for it? Because like I know when they've done it in Saudi, there's a different start time. And... Well, Puerto Rico is just like it's one of the sort of southern islands. Oh, okay. So it shouldn't um, be very. It should probably okay. start because I'm thing. I'm I'm abysmal when it comes to geography. So that's why I was asking. I'll tell you who isn't abysmal when it comes to geography. My boy Frankie T. Am I right? Oh. Be <laughs> above many people I hear. Mm-hmm. Oh, just not provoke the bear. Some people just don't like geographic facts, and that's not your fault, Frankie. Um, right. Any other business? Anything you uh, idiots want to talk about before we wrap this up? I just want to know how uh, how how good a time uh, Mr. Anson had with his number one fan on yesterday. Oh, so how, right, was, the, um, how was the uh, the grey area? Uh, yeah, it was all right. It's it's nice to see everyone after the show. Obviously, I uh, got some pictures done with quite a few people. Yes, it's nice. Just to, you know, how's the um, not... how's the new uh, phone um, cases selling? I hear there's bromance phone cases. I don't now. know, mate. Yeah, well, we've got to kind of monetize that a bit more. I don't know, maybe send a cease and desist. Uh, we've got to see what's going on there. <laughs> that would be incredible. A cease and desist. <laughs> oh, um, I thought I put in the chat earlier as well, like Richard Holiday announced he's in uh, remission. That's um, fucking phenomenal news. Yeah. We'd love to see that. We really do. So yeah, um, pretty shit art. Tanvir, any uh, you've been seeing a lot of films lately, haven't you? Anything you want to talk about? Um, I haven't seen anything recently. You saw the George Foreman film, didn't you? Oh, uh, that was really good. That was a really good because considering a couple weeks before I'd seen a Will Smith's uh, Ali film, that's seen... fucking well good. That film, yeah, that's really good. So seeing Brilliant. this side of like with George Foreman and what George Foreman went through to get back in shape, and then become because he had that like come to jesus moment where he's like i don't want to fight anymore became a preacher and then because of the money he's like well i have I to fight he just put on weight because he sold too many grills isn't it yeah he, he put on weight had had money issues and then was like to solve these money money issues had to get back to fighting and then did it and it it was a really really cool cool and well done film really enjoyed it how was the um the cairo conspiracy by the way Cairo Conspiracy was good. Cairo was it, Conspiracy was, was it Arab Soaking that have subtitles? Um, yeah, I, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, because I had to. I mean, you believe so? You must be able to recognise the distinguishing differences between Arabic and English. Oh yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, it was Arabic with English subtitles. My bad, I mis, I misunderstood that completely. It was English with Arabic subtitles, and you were reading the subtitles. I mean, you need to have a very, very personal conversation. <laughs> no, by the I... way, I'll be sending you the fucking cleaning bill for the upholstery on my Fiesta. Unbelievable behaviour. I'll pay you. A scratching the disc back there, unnecessary. <laughs> I've um, I've booked in to go and see a uh, Bo is afraid. Um, what is that? So it's, um, I don't really know much about I ain't seen a trailer, but George has been talking my ear off about this film. It's starring uh, Joaquin Phoenix uh, and is uh, directed by Ari Aster, I think, who done uh, Hereditary and Midsummer. I'm pretty Hereditary sure. Hereditary was that really mental, like sort of semi-psychological horror film about mental health, wasn't it? That was really... And to, and to, and to do that with was like... That was fucking intense, yeah. that film. I was getting the shite out of me. I was yeah, like, oh, it, I like it. 
is Hereditary the one, if I'm not mistaken, where the little girl like she dags the head out of the head out oh, of the car? Yeah. Off. Spoiler alert for anyone else in it, by the way. <laughs> Thanks for reminding me of that horror story. Fucking hell. <sighs> Sorry, I was just trying because I was like, I have seen Heredi- Hereditary, but I was trying to remember. Midsummer's great as well. I do like Midsummer. Are you seen it, Frankie? Seen it. I haven't. When was the last film you saw at the cinema, yeah. Frankie? Uh, I, I did see one quite recently. Uh, something about. Uh, Is it Boz? No, Lyle. Lyle, 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 Crocodile. Lyle, Crocodile. Good film. Has Very anyone awesome. seen Cocaine Bear yet? No, no but I saw that. Apparently, it's fucking hilarious. It's incredible. Like a I Sharknado level of excellence. That's <laughs> one of Rayleigh. As one of Ray Liotta's last films, it's fucking awesome. Ray Liotta, rest in peace with Cocaine Bear. Unbelievable. Does uh, Cocaine Bear survive the film, or does he die at the end? Uh, I ain't well, going to spoil it for anyone, but see... I, I, I think, think the story continues. I think Cocaine Bear is one of those films where it's like, don't spoil it, because it is such a fun film. Number two is going to be Come Down Bear, apparently. <laughs> Come down, bears will be nuts, in it? Fucking I hope they, hell. I hope they do like an alien, uh, and it's just called Cocaine Bears. Um, nice. We got a couple knocking about. Cam, did you see? A, did you see the parody that someone might make called a Meth Gator? Meth Gator. Oh no! Attack of the Meth Gator. <laughs> meth Gator. <laughs> yeah. I want, I, I want to see more kind of films like that though, like the kind of B horror kind of thing. Um, I, I want heroin shark. I've been quite enjoying the rom. You got Sharknado. That's the same thing. <laughs> I still think Crazy Stupid Love is a banger. Crazy Stupid Love's incredible because of that twist. Oh. It's got one of the greatest twists ever. Have you guys seen that? Oh, we can't spoil it because it gets nutty at the end. Yeah. But 100% watch that film. It's Nothing so good. In the back of Aaron's car. It's oh, man. That is love. the twist levels that we're getting to because that film is nuts, man. Colombian tar tan beer. That'll be the next one. Yeah, That'd be good sure. shit. Right, I'll tell you what. We'll finish on a list because we haven't done a list in a while. I have here, allegedly, the six best and six worst NXT call-ups since the brand began, I want you to tell me whether you agree that they are excellent or shit, depending on the list. So we're going to start with the best, uh, and then we're going to kind of go counterclockwise. So best to worst, best to worst. Uh, so the first one on the best list is Charlotte Flair. I think we're all in agreement that that's done pretty well for itself, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah that one's paid itself off, hasn't it? Yeah. Frankie T, you in agreement with that one? I'm in agreement with that, yeah. All right, in the worst column is poor Nia Jax. Do we think that that is a bad call-up or not? Nia Jax ain't... Nia not, Jax ain't not, that not bad. Not horrible. Like, not a horrible call-up. You know, she's actually like had moments in that, like obviously beating Alexa Bliss for the title. Um, she's. I, I think Nia Jax had her place. Um, yeah. You know, I, I wasn't particularly... You know, I've seen much worse than Nia the Jax. Rumble. Yeah. Like, I, I wasn't too excited when she come back for the little rumble spot, but I saw a lot of people that were. Because they so botched her entrance. Yeah. Yeah, true. That that's jarring, out, it? does it? Like, if you don't even fucking let the cat... I love that. Apparently, it was a legitimate cock-up as well. They just accidentally played the music. And I'm like, you had literally 59 other people do entrances that night, and you didn't get that wrong. 
So how do you fuck that up? Like, as if she hasn't got enough heat. Now she's got the production truck fucking her over. Yeah, I don't agree with that. I actually think she had a pretty it's, decent quarter. It's, pretty decent it's, what, it's one of those middle-of-the-road ones where it's like, it wasn't horrible, but it wasn't, like, stupendous either. It's like, middle-of-the-road, like, not bad, not good. But road kill just, rabbit. Come just fine. Just fine. I just think Nia Jax, yeah, because uh, the whole kind of uh, thing about her botching, people thinking she's like unsafe worker and that, that's really like tarnished a lot of things. But I don't think she was that bad. I don't even think she was even that unsafe. There's just a few incidents it happens. If she um, had a, you know, public perception doesn't mean she's had a bad run. Like it's, exactly. it just doesn't. Like, just because a load of fucking sweaty marks who couldn't even take a bump or having a go online, that doesn't really make any sense to me. Um, in the best column, obviously, again. Uh, running theory here, Sasha Banks. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's pretty good, isn't it? It's pretty good. The worst column, the Ascension. Okay, this one is this one is you can um definitely call that one one of the worst. I think as well how they just got buried instantly. There's no fault of the two wrestlers. I think they definitely could have had a place on the roster at the especially the time they come up. They definitely could have had their place, but they absolutely got cut off. At the at the legs, didn't they? They just got fucked over. Ah, um, like Kyle Wilkinson, I see. <laughs> exactly, yeah. They, yeah, they. It's a shame, really, how they got fucked over. But um, you know, they're still doing shit on the indies now, so they're happy, I guess. That is very, very true. Uh, Frankie, too. You think the Ascension deserves to be out there as one of the worst? I wouldn't say they're one of the worst. I mean, that's just classic Vince McMahon booking, wouldn't it? I'd say they were one of the worst call-ups considering their run of like didn't do anything. They got that they had the whole DX like moment. They got jumped out. That their, their call-up is arguably up there as one of the worst to happen. Because I can think they're of... quite hot in NXT as well. Yeah, I can so... think of, of someone that would go above the the ascension. In my opinion, yeah. Carrying Cross's first uh, first run. Well, you spotted that because Carrying Cross is also on this list as one of the worst. Okay. Uh, Yeah, he was hot. He was piping hot, and they've really fucked him over. The because they turned him into a gimp. He got fucked big time, man, and he he's not recovered since, has he? Even though like they've tried to kind of reset things. Yeah, he, yeah, that's just such a fucking shame. And you, know, you got to feel fucking bad for the bloke. Um, not too bad, obviously, because he's got Scarlet on his arm. But um, yeah, that is rough, innit? There's not a lot you can say about that. Obviously, we all know what happened. Yeah, that's just shit, innit? That's... Yeah, I agree with, I absolutely agree with um, Karen Crosby. And then I also do agree with the Ascension. I feel like they had a lot more potential than they were even remotely allowed to do. In the best column is Bray Wyatt. Uh, I have a really hot take here. I think he should be in the worst. Not because he's been ultimately terrible throughout, but because considering the amount of times they've dropped the ball with him, yeah. and it's not his fault, but the amount of times they've dropped the ball with him, actually, it's one of the I, most fucked up call-ups I've ever seen. I'd, just say, say that, I'd say the original call-up was was quite incredible because considering yeah. you had the, the, shield, the shield feud, the the look, the pro. Who did they beat up on their debut, Tanvir? Hmm? Who did they beat up on their debut? They beat up Kane. Very good. Yeah. Yeah, and they did the Ring of Fire. So I think ultimately the first run when they when they debuted has the Wyatt family 
and it was so is one of the best. But overall, looking at all like how many times they've dropped the ball, it's I feel similar to how I feel with Nia Jax, where it's very middle of the road because it's like they've dropped the ball with him, but he has had some good runs, but also some monumental cock ups as well. Uh, in the I best think. Bracket... Oh, sorry, carry on, Cam. Okay. Oh, sorry, yeah. Um, just about Bray Wyatt. I think definitely like what Tanvir is saying really put things into perspective t- for me because I think the initial Wyatt family run is so good. I think it gets kind of forgotten about now because we've had The Fiend and now we've got Uncle Howdy. And to be honest, I, I like The Fiend. Uh, I, th- I think like a lot of people, I've not been so into Uncle Howdy kind of thing. I think a lot of people would agree with me on that one. Um, and I, I enjoyed the Firehouse, uh, Firefly Funhouse, obviously. Um, but I think that initial gimmick is so good. And as things have become slightly more edgier, I've kind of gone off it a bit more. Um I just think that kind of whole Sawyer family thing, and obviously we're never going to have it again because unfortunately Luke Harper no longer with us, and you know I wouldn't want them to do it without him. Uh, but I think that initial run is incredible and will be remembered as the years go on. So I I I'll agree with Tanvir there. I actually thought the original Bray Wyatt, you know, the Sawyer family thing you're talking about, was the most sinister of all of them because yeah. it was more realistic, it's terrifying, isn't it? It's actually really some, scary. You can it, imagine. Wandering into no man's land in the country, yeah. like it's fucking like all these terrible films they've made and some good ones you, as well, like Deliverance. You, you know, it had that vibe about it where you're like, whoa, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> that's actually quite creepy. Uh, the vignettes with the house and that and the lantern being blown out originally, because the la- even the lantern has kind of taken way too many evolutionary turns now. Yeah. Like, it, it just felt like it was closer to home. The Fiend initially as well was very cool with that scary music playing and him assaulting Seth Rollins and people from behind, but then they cut him off at the legs way too quickly. And then obviously he lost to Goldberg because he can't wrestle. So <laughs> true. Yeah. Um, uh, it's, it's he's only got himself to blame, really. He's a jobber. <clears throat> there's like a certain few because like Bray Wyatt's lost a lot. He's lost a lot, a lot. And I think he's been consistently compelling. Um but I think as as the losses have been stacking up and like the goodwill has kind of been, uh, you know, going down and down and down. And then there's like some bad matches in there, unfortunately, which, you know, obviously happens. I think as the goodwill has gone down, there's been like retro, uh, you know, uh, revised history in a way that like, he's always been kind of a bit shoddy and it's like, no, that's not true. Very good. In my opinion, I like Bray Wyatt a lot. Yeah. I think um, he's a good worker to be fair. Um, In the best column, Becky Lynch. Yeah. Great for business. Oh my God, these, whoever made this list is a horsewoman bumbling. Jesus. She may <laughs> not be your cup of tea, Nicks, but she is a big success. Yeah. Yeah, no. I mean, that's the thing. Like, it doesn't matter whether, like, I don't personally like her at all. I'm a boring. I, I liked her much more when she was just steampunk. Um, but for me, <clears throat> like, from a business standpoint, she's been fucking world class and she's made the company a lot of money. So it's an amazing call up. Uh, on the money, had some incredible matches. I I think the matches, the series with Bianca Belair, obviously there was the short one, and then there's Mania, and then the following SummerSlam. Those two matches are fucking awesome, and a lot of people are absolutely bricking it over her squashing Bianca. But I think they turned it around amazingly. I thought it's incredible what they've mm. done with that kind of. I feel thing. like she's carried as a wrestler a lot of the time. Because whenever she's in there with Maybe. someone who's not as capable, the matches end up being pretty boring or pretty poor. Case in point. 
the um the triple um the six women's tag, which ultimately is not just her fault. But I thought she sucked at that WrestleMania match this year. I did not like that match. Oh, I didn't even think it was too bad. To be fair, I'm just like you know, it's a match. It's enjoyable. You know, it's enjoyable enough in my opinion. I thought it was okay. As a, a member of a trio, though, you're obviously used to being a bit of a bum neck, aren't you? So true, true. Obviously, not being rude, nice but there's only bookings. much like only Trish Stratus really for me showed out in that match as part of that trio. Cameron Anderson is the only one of the bromance who actually has any real credibility as a wrestler. So. Well, I won't dispute that, will I? <laughs> <laughs> no, Logan's pretty good. Logan's no, pretty he's good. not. He can fuck off and all the games. Right, next <laughs> subject, fucking Cruz as well, too. Obviously, oh. I love Cruz. <laughs> I love uh, how we left Cruz till last. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't even know who that guy is, mate. He's gone invisible, bruv. Like, so... He's always taking the heat, about. so he can't be that good. Sometimes you just get cut off. It's, uh, you know, sometimes your legs get cut out from under you. Kyle Wilkinson. Yeah, what, what can you do? It's brilliant. Kyle Wilkinson maneuver. Kyle Wilkinson has got more love on his podcast than like all of our fellow friends who wrestle. I love it. True, um, true. Legs are more over than fucking Victor Logan. I can tell you that much. No. <laughs> well, I, actually, I actually really like Victor Logan. Really cool guy. He's quite um, popular now in the Isle of Wight. So. He deserves to be. He's a really good wrestler. He deserves He's done to be. a good job a, uh, hey, last no, night no, as well. People, people are expecting shade. No, not at all. I think they've done a really good job pushing Victor Logan. I think he's excellent. And I think they've done a great job of making him look like a good champion as well. He deserves to be in his position. I really like Victor Logan a lot. Worst, the board villains. That's quite a good shout, isn't it? Yeah. And it's all ends on Moray's fault for getting a concussion. <laughs> kind of kind of based kind of based to be honest um obviously we don't blame enzo amore for a concussion we can blame him for a lot of things but not for getting a concussion courtesy of enzo amore is the biggest biggest case of retroactive history of people being like oh shit the whole time it's like no you were saying soft shut the fuck up we were all saying soft you cannot act like you're above it now obviously the best my worker was big cass I think Big Cass is all right. People always say the Daniel Bryan match is uh, so pronounced bad. I'm like, w. it was Morrissey. so good. Thank you very much. <laughs> w. Morrissey, Big Bill. Love Big it. Big Bill. They're really doing a good job there with a the creative in AEW, aren't they? Big Bill. Nah, but he's decent. Big... He's good. The board's um... villains as a tag team, yes. But then you can't take away from Aiden English when he went on with Rusev. Yes. Yeah, he did all right. Yeah, he did okay. But then, yeah, it, I think Simon Gotch, uh, unfortunately, yeah, just couldn't swim, could he? Uh, WWE just never got the ball rolling. Apparently, uh, he had quite a bad attitude backstage, didn't he? I don't know how to what to make of that, but a lot of stories get coming out. He apparently got in a fight with Sin Cara or something, got beaten up. Like, yeah, they're on the bus. Yeah, um, like Sin Cara too. Yeah, I mean, he is a goat. Right? Uh, in the best category, <laughs> Matt Cara, Riddle mate. certainly doing well for himself, isn't he? Yeah. The best, though. The best, though. Then again, I can't really think of that. He's one of the best, because considering he had the tag run with Randy, he's been US champ before. And now what he's he's currently doing in the bloodline. People like him a lot, don't they? I I have to. Yeah, I I think I'd agree, actually. I enjoy what Riddle's been doing. And it is a case of someone where they've... They've come up to the main roster and they've not instantly just gone, all right, world title shot, you've lost. Okay, welcome to main event. It's There's been kind of a bit of a slow burn. There's been more of a story there, isn't it? So 
I I agree actually. I think Elias's been pretty good call up in my opinion. Mm. I think Elias he was nothing. I think he's been terrible. And then he turned it around. I think. I think he's been awful. He's had the whole time. I've not enjoyed anything Elias has done since he got called up. In fact, the only thing that I really liked was when he was pretending to be his brother Zeke. I actually yeah. thought was actually underrated. I actually really People like were... that just because yeah. Kevin Owens was having a fucking seizure every Monday night. Like, you are not Zeke, fuck you. And I just thought it was really funny because it's like that's how that's how it would be perceived as a fan. So it's very smart. It was like being about it. I thought it was quite funny, quite entertaining. Where do you think Ezekiel was getting drafted, by the way? Um AEW Dark Elevation. <laughs> oh, the nice. black it's hole of under. professional wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> Worst last Sullivan. True. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So true. Yeah, so that's, true. That, that's based. Might that's be the worst. Um, is it the worst NXT? Call absolutely up? based. Absolutely based. Think of like... Is that because he's an homosexual? It's kind of true. Kind of based, to be honest. Uh, Nothing to do with the films he done. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to be fair, I, there, there was a, one there, of the, the pop- greatest wrestlers turned actors. One of my biggest. <laughs> One of my biggest issues with Lars Sullivan was that he wasn't actually that big. When he got up to the main roster, you were like, yo, Braun Strowman's like a foot taller than his gator. Like, he had a bit of power to him, but he would only That's get That's a up- good call-up, actually. What, Braun Strowman? has been all right. I like Strowman. Strowman get a call Was he in NXT? No. I don't think he was he, televised, was he? Just he, on house shows. He was in NXT if you count him as Adam Rose's party boy. No, he Which done he done house shows, but he weren't on the actual television. Oh, okay. I didn't yeah. know that. Um, it's not really a call up, then, is it? Because like, I guess the first time we saw him I was guess. with the White family. Wanted this humongous man, and we we're like, "Yo, look at the size of this cunt." Um, best Alexa Bliss. That's a good shout. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, where is Alexa Bliss? Where the fuck is she? She's right now <laughs> doing like all TV appearances because she just done the mask singer, I think, and now she's doing other stuff. But she did the um they were teasing the angle of her going back with Bray, weren't they? You remember how like with Bel Air they had that little yeah. sort of part of stuff? It was at the Rumble last year or something like that, or maybe this year, I can't remember. I think it, it was, I mean, it was around year. that kind of time. She teamed with Asuka, didn't she, against damage control? And then and just then it went... was like yeah, there was like the sort of freaky things going on in the background, and then Asuka come back with kind of a dark like gimmick. freaking out, turn heel, and then they were like, I think I get the impression they felt shit, we shouldn't have turned the heel because she's really over, and they just sent her off and hope that people will forget. And don't forget, she did overcome like a skin cancer, didn't she? Yeah, no, that's, that's true, probably... that's true. Oh, yeah, yeah, I good forgot point. about Very that. Good good that's, that's good news, much better point than what Tanvi was making earlier. At least, uh, worst yeah. thing coming out this list is Keith Lee. I don't know. Be Randy Orton back. Bearcat. It started for Bearcat, right? Didn't it? I think I might have. To be fair, I I think I've said so much shit on this pod. I cannot remember, but I'm I'm sure I defended Bearcat. (laughs) See, for me, I think it started good, and then went shit. Be Randy Orton, didn't he? Beat Randy Orton. He had the 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 oh. face off of Lesnar in the Rumble. Was he on? He was on the Survivor Series when he when they yeah. went five yes. zero. Um, the face off with Lesnar was pretty awesome. Oh, that was yeah, amazing! The Rumble that Rumble. was amazing. You felt like you yeah. watched that and you thought instant fucking star. And they did the same thing with Gunter, didn't they? This year, but they haven't yeah. him up like they have 
gave like, was... that might be one of the best call ups actually now you say that Gunther. now you mention him because that is a star man that is someone that people I am very just... surprised Gunther's not on that list maybe it's because he hasn't been up here as long as a lot of these people because they've already kind of either cemented themselves or failed and left but yeah, yeah I feel like Gunther should be in the best list definitely Gunther's been pretty fucking and to be man. one of the top draws in the draft as well any uh, omissions that you think deserve to be in there I think Gunter as well. We just mentioned I think Bailey um, is one of the best as well. I think Bailey's done amazing stuff on the Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I think there's a few mid ones, isn't there? Like Robert Rude and Nakamura that I wouldn't call bad. I wouldn't call good. Yeah, like say. Nakamura has like always just been another guy for me. Like he's never he's felt been like middle of the guy. pack, and he's on the main. Yeah, roster. he's come back though, and he? he's just been drafted a Raw, isn't he? He's just come back. Yeah, again. maybe. Yeah, they... it could be cool if they do some more with him. I think he can face I, I like Nakamura. I reckon he could have a great match with Gunter for the IC title. That'd be a nice little mm. transition for him just to kind of sit in there and sort of play around with Imperium for a little bit. Um, yeah. I'm Nakamura hit his ceiling on night one, though. That's the thing. He was never as hot as he was on night one. I've yeah. said that so many times. No, I, never been agree. as good as he was in that match against Sami Zayn at NXT yeah. TakeOver. Yeah, he reached his and peak. And you see right at the beginning. which of those two guys is like on top of the company at the moment. It's like also well Sami Zayn. Yeah. That's incredible call up. Kevin Owens. Sa- Sammy... been some good ones. I think Kevin Owens is definitely one of the best when he come out against John Cena. Yeah. That was oh, he had, like, amazing. He had the best feud. debut of an NXT talent I think I've ever seen. Oh no, it's, it's Jack Shepard beat crying, him a month in the bank, It's between he? him and Sammy because Sammy got the Bret Hart introduction. Yeah, True. but Sammy didn't wrestle Bret Hart. Yeah, but he wrestled Plus Cena. He threw as his well. shoulder out against John Cena. Yeah. Sammy come out. He was in the um, WrestleMania 32 ladder match. I think with Sammy, he's had to put up with so much shit. So much shit. More than anyone else, hasn't he? I think, yeah. I, 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 I think. About, um... Sorry. Oh. What about Neville? Actually, kind of decent. Actually, I really yeah, love King of the Cruiserweights. The two yeah. of them gimmick. That I've, gimmick I've, was I've, so gimmick. good. He was cutting the at the time, cutting the best promos in the company, in my opinion. Like, Mate, when he, he almost beat Seth Rollins matches. for the world title, though. Hey. Guys, do you remember that when he um he has a match with Seth Rollins for the world title? Um, and this is early on when he's just come up to main roster. Yes, hits the red arrow. Goes to pin him, but then um, Seth Rollins' other leg comes up and like touches the rope and basically just yeah. barely saves him. And the crowd reaction was nuts, yeah. man. So I think Neville's all right, to be yeah. fair. I like Neville's but, run. It'd be a good yeah. shout. Unfortunately, he's not even in Guys, the Guys. What? I just realized who the best call-up is. What's that? Roman Reigns. Yeah, that's a bit of a surprise he's not in there. And Jinder Mahal as well. And Rick Boogs. Oh, fuck, fuck off. off. I hate Rick Boogs so much. Really? I yeah, think he's all right. Rash. Yeah, Rick Boogs Rob, is all right. Yeah, Seth Ro- let's go. For, who's actually on this roster? I can't even remember yeah. who's on Seth, the Seth roster. Seth Rollins as well. It's because they're only really counting NXT. For, they're only really thinking of like revisionist history. Yeah. You could argue Finn Balor's done pretty well. He's certainly in the better column than well, he is in the worst column. Seth Rollins was the first ever NXT champion. Yeah, Ripley, so... considering how you know how long she's yeah. been on the roster, has been fucking sick. Like she was good in NXT too. Tell you she what, you could argue Shana. Asuka should be in the worst column. Shayna could be in the worst column, in my opinion. Shayna should be in the worst. Shayna column. should be in the worst column. Yeah, I think she's the best. Yeah, been more poor than um, Naya, to be fair. I think who else? Dana Brooke in the best column. 
Who? Dana Brooke. Brooke's all right. I like Dana Brooke, bro. Ben. Would you? Nah, would she's you, all right. Where would you put Ben? She's not Dana so Brooke, right. if you're watching this, I'm here for you. Hey, Dana Brooke, if you're watching this. Wonderful. Dana Brooke, hot as bollocks as well. Beautiful woman and actually very talented, I think. She should be doing more. Uh, but in terms of what she's done, fuck all. What about... Oh, what what about Sorry, Tammy, carry on. No, that's fine. After you, Frankie. Tammy got you. interrupted. That is jokes. To no, me. after you, Frankie. After you. I'm fine with that. I'm surprised no one said you want to book in, you fucking Mark. <laughs> Frankie's trying to, to talk, rumble. mate. You're that's, interrupting oh, him now. He doesn't want to interrupt Frankie T because he gave him a booking. I'll see how <laughs> this works. You fucking stooge. Fr- I'm going to flatten you as well at the Rumble, mate. Just so everyone knows, he's in the King of Essex Royal Rumble. That's a joke, mate. Honestly, talk about filling out the ethnic quota. Fuck me. I thought I had a spot. I'm going to flatten you like a pancake right in front of your missus. You thought my back seat of my Fiesta was wet. I'm going to be dripping after I absolutely powerbomb you into the third row. going to be dripping in Morley's sauce. Literally, mate, I am going to actually stick my dick inside of Morley's after I've killed you at IWE Swords of Anarchy. It's going to be gangster. Honestly, I'm going to stack I you approve and this Charlie up, and I'm going to put you both in the hospital. Unbelievable. But we all know I will be winning that triple threat and winning the number uh, 20 position, the last entry. So by the time I <clears> get into you, mate, because number gone, 21 it? is going to be Brock Lesnar. <laughs> <laughs> True. Frankie true. T's got bear money. He can make this. Don't happen. spoil that one for the fans. Come on, let it play bear out. Money. Cocaine, Cocaine bear, bear twenty two in a singles match to determine who enters at number one. <laughs> I'm surprised no one's mentioned Liv Morgan as a call up. Um, I only like to. Well, I mean, she's called me up many a time. Fucking <laughs> wish. Uh, Shotzi. Shotzi has been fucking awful. Yeah. Yeah. She's my worst wrestler of the year. Yeah, she was mine as well, wasn't she? Like, just not great at all. Not great at all. Oh, by the way, Hit Row, horrible fucking call up. Yes. They Hit just haven't had bad. enough time. They, but they suck balls. Gargano has not been. Gargano has not been great. No, it hasn't been great. Theory you... might be best. Theory might Theory, be best. Theory, Theory, when it's all said and done, might be the yeah. greatest. Yeah. yeah. Would you say Xavier Woods might be one of the best? Uh, he's certainly done well for himself. Yeah, like, I'd say so. Yeah, definitely iconic. Yeah, yeah. Big E as well. Yeah, New Big Day E as so well. Iconic. Brilliant WWE champion, multiple time tag team champion. So yeah, yeah the a... champion as well. Thing is, it did say the six best and worst, six worst. I suppose like you know we could just be here forever. We could just list the yeah. six. Yeah, well best. we all know when it's all said and done, Von Wagner <laughs> will be making his presence felt on Monday nights. Von Wagner. Has he been drafted? He's He's been drafted. Has he been drafted? He's been drafted. He got drafted on the SUP picks, didn't he? Uh, So Von Wagner's coming up to Raw, I think. Not according to the one we covered. He's a free agent with Dolph Ziggler and um, someone else. Dolph Ziggler, Ali, they're free agents. Oh, Von Wagner might be free agent. The man with the largest fucking... Furrow I've ever seen. I'm sorry. To be fair, that fucking when he got on the on the stick and said that to Dijak, it was killing me. He gets on the fucking mic and he goes, "Oh, mate, I think I sent it to Tanvir." But he goes uh, to Dijak. He goes, "Hey, Dijak, take those stupid sunglasses off. We're inside." (laughs) It's so (laughs) funny. I think he could be a great comedy wrestler. To be honest, I think he's got comedy chops. Does Mojo Rawley fall into the worst bracket? 
Mojo's all right. I like Mojo. Mojo Rawley had my favorite unknown like promo of all time when he faced Rusev on NXT and he came out there and he said, I'm going to come down there and put that flag right up your Putin. to this day one of my funny i honestly was in hysterics i was the funniest thing i'd ever seen i just i was with my ex at the time we were just fucking howling our ass off at three in the morning watching that brilliant would you say one of would you say one of the worst is kalisto you put kalisto as worst he did i thought it was all right. right Yeah, I thought they did all right. I'll tell you what, one of the most underrated performances from the uh, whatever they were called, the Lucha things. Um, yeah, Lucha Dragons. Yeah, they um, the Lucha Asbos. They um, oh. they were in the Elimination Chamber, weren't they? That tag team Elimination Chamber. Yeah, they were fucking awesome in that. I I love Grant. I love, I still like uh, Metalik. Uh, Isn't he on Ring or... of Honor? Oh, yeah. yeah, he's on Ring of Honor. Uh, I think he's wrestles Nobody under. Nobody cares. Metalik. I do. I do. Good. I care. I'm glad you do because nobody else does. Metalik is awesome, guys. He faced uh, Claudio recently. I think he's a uh, Ma- Mascara Dorada yeah, as well. Yeah, Mascara Dorada, yeah. He's awesome. He's sick. One of the goats. King of the ropes. He's awesome. King of the Let's not forget, if it wasn't for Ryback, Felista would be dead right now. Oh, man. True. Technically true. Yeah, that is quite based. That is true. Kalisto, to be fair, was actually legitimately putting a bin on Raw. <laughs> yeah, that was, was awesome. He beat that. Strowman in the bin match. I didn't popped he? my nuts off when Strowman put him in that dumpster. I thought it was the funniest thing I'd ever seen. Brilliant. Because he uh, he beat Joe Strowman, Rawley, didn't putting he? Putting a flag they're up done the goated. They done the Cody Big Show spot, didn't they? Where they he got kicked off the apron and just landed in it. Um, yeah, it's alright. I remember that against Del Rio, wasn't it? Oh, the one the where US he just belt. steps down in, onto the table and he goes, oh, shit. I think it's... Is it Cody? Big Could Big be Show against, I can't against, remember against, exactly. I remember it's definitely Big Del Rio. Show Del Rio drop the table. Picks him off the apron and he just steps through it. And he like kind of looks like, oh, shit, like he's just shit his pants. And he gets... Yeah, yeah, no, because the they've done that kind of thing in the dumpster match where Braun Strowman got kicked off the apron. Yeah, and he's just stood in the dumpster like, fucking hell, what a, what a massive analogy for his career at that point. <laughs> <laughs> he just landed just stood like, okay, in a bin. You die now. He was cool. hot, man. He was hot at that time. He was hot. Yeah, they were doing really good things with him, and then it all fell apart rapidly. Uh, I but I think he's he still did right. beat Omos in Saudi jokes. Arabia. Yeah, I think the tag team with Ricochet is pretty jokes. I, I actually think it's got legs. Is it? <laughs> Unlike Cole. <Gold>. Chemistry. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> um, it works so well on so many levels now. The thing is, if <laughs> if someone's tuning in for the first time, they're going to think we're just really horrible and making yeah. fun of like a disabled lad, isn't it? Yeah, because that's the thing. <laughs> but... Like this, this podcast is predicated on you knowing all the inside jokes. And if you don't, you watch it and you think, yo, these guys are ripping. That's what happened with real wrestling, isn't it? They watch them like, he's, he's taking a piss out of people with mental health. Shut up, mate. Nobody's got worse mental health than me. Are you mad? <laughs> yeah, it's rough, isn't it? Disabled, bro. <laughs> Come on. We're all mentally disabled because we're watching this shit for a living. <laughs> like, we're all part of it. 
But yeah, I think we'll leave it there, frankly. Um, but yeah, congratulations to everyone who had a good performance this weekend at the Wrestles. And congratulations to Tanvir for his good performance in the back of my car. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for watching the State of Wrestling Address. Uh, we'll be back next week for more shenanigans, more coverage. And of course, we'll be reviewing everything we saw from WWE Backlash. There will be a watch party for anyone who's feeling alone or a bit sad, all jokes aside. It's not always great. Not everybody has the opportunity to live with friends or see people so if you're on your own and you think oh, i'll watch it with you guys if that's all right we always open up a zoom uh it has an unlimited entrance and it's got an unlimited time limit on it as well so if anyone wants to come in and watch the paid viewers come and join us come and make yourself known and make some new friends because that's what this podcast is about whether people like it or not um but for myself Aaron X, from the uh tag team champions of frankie t and Cameron Anderson, of course, in different companies, not together, God forbid. And of course, from Tanvir, the man that I will actually murder in June, legitimately. The spot, yeah, that's what you were doing last night, bruv. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. The spot yeah. rocket, mate. Yeah, this is one where you've got to watch the video version, innit? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Ultimately, um, yeah, that card does not have as good suspension as you think it does. But ladies and gentlemen, from all of us here at the WrestleBlog, thank you very much for watching. We hate you as much as you hate us. So that only applies to certain people. Thank you very much for watching, and we'll catch you very soon for more content from the back of my Fiesta. <laughs>